Hey friends, this is Friends Off Topic. Spend the next hour and a half taking a break from true crime, heavy thinking, news and cell phones, and we'll go back to a simpler time when the most you had to worry about was your magazine subscriptions, checking your answering machine, hanging out with your friends, and watching movies. We just want to relax and enjoy some common ground movies. You've probably watched one before at some point in your life. So, all right, guys, get your hairspray, red lipstick, and shoulder pads ready, because this week we watched Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. I brought my high ponytail. I love it so much. <laughs> Just like Barbie. We've got to put a picture of you. You're really getting uh, the Barbie vibes looking, going. I wasn't going there. But <laughs> I love it. I Cotton candy vibes. And comfortable. Cotton candy Did vibes. Did you just say comfortable? Yes, Like comfortable. you put every syllable in there how would yes. you say it? i like to enunciate the entire word comfortable I'm well you don't say caramel right so i it is fucking <laughs> we're not caramel and there's two against one right. oh she's yeah. on my side oh literally always Come because on. i enunciate every single <laughs> syllable hey hey let's go just real mm. quickly say dinosaur dinosaur oh <laughs> Are you are you gonna say popcorn? How is it spelled? A U R A dinosaur. A losing viewers left and right. Not there a viewer. We go. What are they called? A Listeners. Yeah. All right. What did we watch again? Don't no, tell mom. The babysitter's dead. No rules. No curfews. No nagging. No pulse. We watched this movie on Max, which is HBO Max. Is that how y'all watched it too? We watched it on Hulu. Yeah, oh, I don't have the Hulu. So Hulu or HBO Max? That's a common thing that people have. It yeah. is amazing to me that you don't have Hulu. I don't. It's cost like seven dollars. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'll just come to your house. <laughs> so before we get into our podcast, you might want to go watch the movie. We'll be giving fun facts, trivia, and spoilers throughout the episode. So you might want to watch it before you come hang out with us. We'll be doing our best to describe the movie, so if you didn't watch it, you're still going to be able to follow the episode. Maybe. And the way we pick our movies, <laughs> we put all the movies that we want to watch in a bucket, and then we pick four random ones, and you guys go vote on them. So watch our Facebook page, or go to this episode on Spotify to vote on the next movie. Definitely go vote. Yes. We love it. Vote. You can also drop us an email or a message at friendsofftopic at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We want to hear from you. Oh, right. do you want to tell them about our awesome message we got today? Oh, yes. Oh. Our first one. I'm yes. excited. I love hey, it. I love that you guys are very excited about it because this is my friend Bryce from CrossFit. <laughs> of course it is. Bryce says, hey. I'm enjoying y'all's episodes. Wanted to let y'all know that I like that y'all give information about the year the movie came out. Like other movies that release, TV shows, songs, pay, etc. It helps put me in the time and age I was. Date of birth, 1987. Keep it up. Oh, you gave away his date of birth. People are going to Google him now. He had, I said <laughs> terrible. One, I said his first We did name. tell him we were going to. Brian gonna... from CrossFit. They'll yeah. never forget okay, first him. off, you already forgot. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. I had something else to say about that. I don't know what it was. Well, it's probably because you're a turd. Oh, when I get to the 1990 info, I had a lot of it, and I was going to delete some, and then I heard that message from him, and I said, they can just blame, blame Brian. 
when this podcast is three hours long with keep all Joel's keep, keep calling him Brian info Brian Landrumy <laughs> <laughs> all right Crystal has a synopsis for us do I yeah, hopefully eh. the movie was what about an hour and 45 minutes long let's y'all say think? yes too long not long enough rated pg-13 it was. I Look, I say, honestly didn't think they even said cuss words because of their choice of words sometimes. Like when they called her like a snot and a brat and stuff like that instead of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> like, they definitely. When Kenny said eat shit, I saved that one because I'm going to use that next time I have an argument. <laughs> I, say, I say eat shit a lot. I'm saving it. Yeah, I loved it. All right. Synopsis. Sue Ellen Crandall uh, or Swell is a teenager eagerly awaiting her mother's summer-long absence. While the babysitter looks after her rambunctious younger siblings, Sue Ellen can party and have fun. But then the babysitter abruptly dies, but leaving the Crandalls short on cash. Sue Ellen finds a sweet job in fashion by lying about her age and experience on her resume. But while her siblings run wild, she discovers the downside of adulthood. So down. It's awful. It's so down. <laughs> Watching this movie, though, like, just made me want to be a kid again. Babysitter or not, like. I want to be one of those bad kids. They were all bad. Oh, my uh, God. They I had, was a, mad they had a good time. time. The stoners? Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to be a stoner? <laughs> That's the. So whenever. Sue or Ellen, you meant, like, the siblings, the baby's kids. The baby's kids. I wanted to be, like, Walter or Melissa. Oh, okay. No. Every single one of those children. They were so bad. They were pissing me off the whole time. (laughs) All right. So um, this, did you have the ratings for us, Crystal? Do we want to do the ratings right now? IMDb, 6.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, that's a 35% for the tomato meter. So that means it's rotten, right? That means that the critics think it's rotten. And then the audience score is 57%, so... Not great. It's not great. No, they really did say at the time it wasn't. Yeah. It got like kind of terrible ratings, but they did blame it on the fact that like at the time Home Alone came out. I and saw that. So they blamed like um, they had a lot of movies that came out at the time with kids just running, running amok. Amok. Dude, same brain. Couple of reasons, <laughs> weird. Couple of reasons to watch. Offbeat and hysterical. <laughs> it, it was. I was in hysterics watching it. Yeah. So. Uh, they. I had a couple. It said that uh, Roger Ebert. Ebert. Ebert said that uh, he gave it two out of four stars, and he called it a consumerist escapist fantasy for teenage girls. They had a cult following, though, on VHS. Oh, it was also on Siskel and Eber's worst Ebert. films of 1999, like 1991. I think 1991. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the other worst ones, the Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead Fred is oh, amazing. Going it. in the bucket. I love it. Uh, Eber's fake. other. She says Eber one more time. Siskel and Eber, isn't it? Ebert. <laughs> I think there's even like two T's at the end. No, there's one. There's definitely a T, though. I'll get it right eventually. Eventually. Um, He said another of the worst movies was Highlander 2, The Quickening. Haven't seen it. The most I know about that is them talking about it on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I think I used to watch (laughs) um, 
that with my dad, but like I don't really remember it. Like, like that, you know how it was when you like everybody watched TV until you had your own TV or what? Like you just all watched the same. My show. mom would punish us out of our rooms to where we had to all watch TV in the living room. That's when I got into like Law and Order and all the shit my dad watched. So. Same Highlander too. Yeah. No. <laughs> it was like one of those late night shows that like Xena and Conan. <gasps> I do remember Xena. Yeah. Yeah, the warrior princess. Is that I wasn't she was? into it. Were yeah. you into it, Crystal? Fuck no. yeah, she was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was. Uh, Half naked Amazon woman, let's just find like out they how had many. a lot of lesbian undertones. Too. Yeah, yeah. I read that online. She was definitely how in many it. lesbians watched the show Xena when they were younger. <laughs> let us make, know. Make a poll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Did anybody want to talk about the budget? I uh, it was like ten million. That's right, ten million, dude. I read that they did this movie in thirty five days. Oh, okay. See, I saw two months. That's a pretty. I think sometimes they do do movies. Do 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 do. Yeah, about two months. Do do. I don't do do in two months. But everybody poops every yeah. two months. If you pooped if, in two, it would come out of your mouth. If it, oh god. If you're pooping every two months, you should seek a doctor. I mean, I do. And more. <laughs> <laughs> like once every two months. So I saw on Amazon that this DVD had 11,000 reviews. Wow. And there wasn't any other DVDs. It was just this one. So 11,000 people. 11,000. Not only DVDs even a thing then? Or like later on when it was remade and sold DVDs at Walmart were made for in the $5? 90s. Okay. I know. But like I'm thinking like 91. In 91, it was, it was still VHS. That's then. what I'm thinking. So, but, okay, let's, all right. But I thought that was crazy here. that that many people, that's not how many they sold on Amazon. That's how many people got on there and reviewed it. Yeah. I thought that was a lot. Uh, had everybody seen this before? Oh, they didn't yes. come out until 1996. I was 11 yes, when this I've came seen out. But this before. at the time, all kids were watching all these movies because you wanted to be that kid that was just like doing your own thing and not having a parent around and yeah. just wreaking havoc on the world i remember this girl told me that she had watched this and i told her she was lying because there's there's no way this is a real movie don't tell mom the babysitter's <laughs> it's kind of like um what was that other movie with um the stick what no. <laughs> um the one something about mama on the train or something throw mama from the train yes that had the goonies lady on it yes yeah i never saw it my mom would talk about it all the never time but I that's one of it. those ones like when you hear it you're just like yeah. there's no fucking way but yeah people would want to throw her from the train oh for she real was, she was awful in everything she plays i believe <laughs> uh did y'all see any alternate titles for this or did y'all want to save that i did for some trivia oh my goodness what was it um no 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 it was called um the real world yeah, yeah. But then MTV was doing its own thing at the time with the real world. So Tell you to how bad I wanted to be on the real avoid world. confusion. I remember you talking about it. You could have done it. I probably could have. Oh, yeah. But I didn't. I don't know, though. You with a bunch of strangers in a house. Uh, you would be in your there, room the entire time there were girls reading in books. There, Shut up. It would have been fine. Dude, <laughs> I could have seen you in the New See, she Orleans was house. I didn't see that one. I wanted the New Orleans house. I saw the one with Flora like 30 years ago. Man, that's like one of the first ones. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, this movie's like over 30 years old. Isn't it? This one? Uh, Is it? 90. 23. Yeah. 23 years, right? Mm. 
Never mind. Bro, 33. 33, my love. Crystal's acting like she passed math. I did. Joelle's in denial that she's approaching 40. It's it's close. (laughs) All right. So right into the movie. Let's do it. Oh, no, no. Let's do our thing. Directors. Oh, yes. Let's introduce the cast. I knew I missed something. So I I sprinkled the cast in this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. But we can can sprinkle it. Yeah, I will go yeah. with the director. Let's do directors. Oh, no. All right, Let's so director Stephen Herrick is how I'm assuming it is pronounced. He also did Critters. Oh, Bill I didn't know that. Fucking love, love Critters. Critters. We gotta Bill watch Ted's it. Excellent Adventure. I've never seen it. Dude. Awesome. Bruh. I'm sorry. Mr. Holland's Opus mm-hmm. and The Three Musketeers. That's a good movie. Uh, Neil Landau was the writer. There was another writer, but she... Mm, sorry that you were not notable. She didn't do much. And... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to love watching all these movie movies. This movie was with inspired by Risky Business. I do see that. But it didn't, uh, you didn't have anything else the other writer did? Nope. And uh, there's supposed to be a remake with Tyra Banks in it. I it's, did see that online. It's been in pre production for like a year, though, so I don't know if it's actually going to happen. I don't know. Did you read about the initial screenplay? Mm, I don't know, but I bet you're I think I read a little about bit about it. Is that it. like some trivia stuff? For there's some. Here? There's some stuff I sprinkled in about uh, the kid that wrote it. No, I okay. did not. Hear I'm going to throw that in right now since we're talking about producers. Uh, the screenplay was written by an 18 year old teenager named Neil Landau, and he sold his story to Hollywood for six figures. Mm-hmm. So at least what, you $100,000 as an 18-year-old? For real. In the 90s? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fucking money. That's good. But that's kind of awesome. I was like, what was I yeah. doing? Well, I fucking know what I was. I was raising kids at 18, but let's go. Huh. I don't know what I was doing. But yeah, it was yeah, based off um, It was based off his own experience working in the died. fashion industry. And working. At 18? Yeah, and working a high-pressure job at a young age. Oh. I don't know what he was doing with his life, but he was stressing. can't remember where yeah. I was working at 18. Oh, I was working it at It couldn't movie. have been too stressful if you found time to write a whole fucking screenplay. Probably no. Kroger. I was working at movie stores. Over. I should have more movie knowledge Sorry. than I do. I worked but. at a at a grocery store that will remain unnamed. What was your first job? Oh, my first job was at Sonic for like one and a half days. Dude, I worked well, at I remember that. <laughs> they made me like a manager at like 16. You're probably the most responsible person there. I worked at Shoney's. Dude, I, I loved Shoney's. Shoney's. They used to have the best like fruit and salad bar. That was my favorite. Mm. Sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right into the movie. Right into it. <laughs> 15 minutes. All right. So we open with some cartoon um, credits with a granny fussing. I miss when they used to like do shit like that before. The little cartoon credits? Yeah. I liked it too. That was kind of like a 90s thing. And now we see there's some girls at a clothing store. So Ellen is talking about Europe with her super hip friends. They're all trying on clothes. I wanted to be them even now. Yeah. We find out her mom is going to Australia. Her boyfriend's taking her to see his sheep ranch. This woman with 16 children is just being whisked away Dude, for two months. two months. I'm just like, 
do you have enough money to just like pay all your bills and not work? Her and, boyfriend's taking her. Which I don't. I did read like she did do something like whatever her job was, but I don't remember. Oh, I didn't she, see it at all. She was like she had a job. She had a huge house. Yeah. Uh, I said clearly she's giving up with these kids and just doing what she wants after Dude, they suck the life out of her. Are a fucking terror. They're already smoking weed and growing it and cursing all the time. So she might as well go to Australia, and right? smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Right in her right. face. Yeah. Right in front of her. My, my, I can't say shit. My mom actually used to buy cigarettes for my sister. Because, I this mean, once, a long time ago. Once they start smoking, that's My it. dad bought my cigarettes. I didn't start smoking until I was, like, of age to buy cigarettes. <laughs> Maybe. So. Well, you might have been 17 then Old to buy to them. know better. If Sue Ellen was 17, she might have been able to buy them herself. Oh, yeah. She was Back 17. Then, yeah. yeah. Back then, you you could. I used to go buy cigarettes for my you old mother. Fucking hey dudes. I am. All right. Leopard print. Yeah. I did. I used yeah, to walk to the Circle <laughs> A and buy my mom cigarettes at the age of like six. Oh, yeah. They would let you do that back yeah, then. You could I be did. like, this beer is for my dad. Dude, she would smoke Virginia Slim Ultra Slim 120. <gasps> I still remember practicing all those words walking to the store to get my mom's like, cigarettes and a slushy. My dad smoked Marlboro menthols. Oh, it must have taken her like two hours. Full menthol Mm-mm. to smoke one. <laughs> I just remember the ash like hanging on forever. Like you're just waiting for it to fall and it never does. It just <laughs> stays. I remember seeing those. They're like little toothpicks. They're so skinny. <laughs> so Suellen thinks she's going to go to the beach and she's going to have the car. It's going to be a great summer. She can't go to Europe because <clears throat> the mom's boyfriend is paying for the trip, I guess. Yeah. They don't have the money for that, but they have the money for a trip. So now we see they have this huge, beautiful house. And I got a little information about Christina Applegate. Uh she said that Virginia, Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf, is her favorite movie. I'm, I'm, trying, interesting. I'm trying to remember that. Isn't that like, a book? Yeah, I, I do so. remember. I don't know a lot about it. I do remember reading the book, but I can't tell you what the hell it was about. <laughs> and she said um, she was in The Rocker, and uh, I really want to see that because James Gandolfini said that it was his favorite movie ever, and I need to watch it because it it doesn't look that great to me, but. It must be good, right? I did read that a lot of the actors from this movie said that they, like, this is one of the movies that they would watch if it just came on TV. I did see that about yeah. one of them. A uh, couple she of was, them said it. She was also in a Jessica Simpson music video, A Public Affair. And she Where was, is she now? <laughs> <laughs> probably somewhere singing. Probably. Uh, she was also in 259 episodes of Married with Children. Fuck yeah, she was. Oh, yeah. So now we see uh, their corgi, Elvis. All I could find out about him was that his name was Bud. That that dog. He's a cute boy. Very cute. The fact that dog's name was Bud and he stayed stoned throughout this movie. I don't, I mean, probably not really stoned. stoned once. But I I imagined hanging out with the stoners all the time. I did not catch that, but that's funny. Uh, we see Zach, the middle brother, is stealing money. Melissa is outside burning ants. I saw that the mother is 37. She's still pretty young. Dude, that's a look. When young. I heard 37, <laughs> I was like, you she have looks not 47. Aged she had five well. kids. 
But that was back in the day. They made thirties look so old. Yeah, they really did. If you would stop saying "back in the day" so often. Oh well, we did discuss how this movie was made thirty two years ago. Back in the day, yeah. I almost corrected you again to twenty three. Older, like it's math, Joel. (laughs) It's math. Uh, I think it's funny now to like watch movies with a grown up, like a movie Mm -hmm. I would watch as a kid. And I watch it as a grown-up, and I'm like, oh, this person still looks like a grown-up, and they're younger than me now. I feel like I must have loved this movie because there were so many moments and so many quotes throughout where I already knew what she was going to say, and I fucking loved it. Yeah. Like, this movie had a lot of good quotes. It does. I had a little bit of information later about the quotes. Uh, I saw Jennifer Love Hewitt was originally cast as Melissa, but oh, yeah. she had to back out. Because the Disney Channel wouldn't release her from her TV show. Melissa Joan Hart. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. What was she on? Different people. Party of Five? Scream. Um, No. Scream? Was she in Scream? I know what you did last summer. That's it. Um, I also read that the original script was written with Winona Ryder. Yeah, I saw that. But she turned it down because she was working on Edward Scissorhands. I did read that. Isn't that funny? Our last episode. And Mermaids, which I don't think I ever watched. (gasps) Love. I love it. We have to watch it. I love that movie. Uh, One thing that I read Where do you think I got the Shoop Shoop song from? Is that on Mermaids? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I read somewhere that someone said Kenny is her twin on No, they asked if they were meant to be twins, but they're not like she in the movie. He's supposed to be 15. She's supposed to be 17. OK. But in actuality, he was 22 months older than her. And she was actually like and she was 18. Yeah. And he was 20. And they told him at the time, like he was too old to play a 15. I did read did that? that. And then yeah. he came back dressed as a stoner and got the part. I read that he kicked the door open <laughs> like he did a audition or like whatever. He really wanted that part. Yeah. And it, I had it. I have it later in the notes. He like realized that it went bad, and he had a wig in his car because him and his friend had been playing around with uh-huh. a video camera doing stoner stuff. And he came back in with the wig, yeah, and acted like that. And then they gave him the part on the spot. Awesome. Did you read who they initially wanted? No. Mm. Do you want me to tell you now? Do you want to know? Sure. Uh, initially, Kenny was meant to be played by Edward Furlong. Oh, I did read that. He was busy in Terminator 2 playing John Connor, which was his best known role. Yeah. Like, that's what movie. he's famous for. Everybody's seen Terminator 2, right? Fuck yeah. Love it. Everybody knows John Connor. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Crystal. Gay. <laughs> Back to the movie. Uh, so, Mom is done. She's, She's like, Sue Ellen, why did you leave the dishes for me? Sue Ellen blames Kenny. Kenny is riding off with his friends. His friends point out, hey, your mom's leaving for months. And he tells her to have a nice trip. Oh, yeah. He's just like, hey, have a nice trip, mom. Yep. This mom is like, <laughs> They're F all y'all. like piled in the back of the truck. I'm heading to Australia. We see uh, Walter dump cereal out all over. And <sighs> mom and Sue Ellen are fussing over Kenny's report card. It's all D's. And the mom says she can't fuss at him because it's an improvement. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> and now we find out mom got a sitter for them. Who could blame her? 
Fuck yeah. We, you can't leave, leave those kids to their own device. Look how bad they're, they're being with her at home. Oh my God. And then I, and the entire time, I was like, you created this disaster. Yeah. Like you did. Yeah. There's no structure in that home. No. They run rampant like wild animals. Yeah. So now we see old Mrs. Sturak pull up. We see her get out of the car. We see her ankles with those loose pantyhose. I was like, granny hose, step out. The babysitter arrives. That's that right. was a sweet ass fucking car, though. Um, it said that when this movie was released on VHS, they had a contest in which the participants could answer a number of questions about the movie related to movie trivia, as well as rating various actors' performances, and the winner would win the babysitter's car. Dude, that's badass. Mm-hmm. Do you know who won? I didn't. I just, <laughs> I just found that little snippet. That's like them stupid ass ones, the radio things you used to do where like you had to keep your hand on the car mm-hmm. for three days and piss yourself. And I saw that it was a 1955 Model 46 Buick Special Riviera. That car was beautiful. It was. Uh, Mrs. Sturak, her name was Ida Rice Marin. She was in Turner and Hooch, Ghostbusters, and an episode of Fresh Prince. I also saw she did like um, a lot of, what was it? Like she did Law and Order and some oh, other yeah. things too. Little random TV episodes, yeah. yeah. Uh, her mom is kissing Suellen goodbye. Suellen is still smoking. Uh, we noticed that mom only brings one bag to Australia. She brings a briefcase. <laughs> a briefcase. I was like, what are you this doing? Business with well, What's I did there? see Passport? she got in a van. I'm like, maybe her dude like loaded up her luggage or maybe. He wasn't even there. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. She gets picked up by a shuttle. Maybe the shuttle picked up her luggage that was parked down the driveway or something. But yeah, that was, uh, maybe she was just going to buy all new fucking clothes when they got there. She was done, done. She was like, burn this fucking <laughs> shit. If the kid dies, I don't I don't really care. That's why we hired a 100-year-old babysitter. So now, nice old Mrs. Sturek. This lady at no point gives off nice energy. But yeah, we'll say that. <laughs> now, she calls them maggots and she lines them does. up. With her fucking whistle. Yeah. She whips out that whistle as soon as the shuttle leaves the driveway. Oh, she was ready. She, uh, Suellen is smoking and the babysitter rips out her cigarette and mashes it with her cane. I, I mean, I feel like this yeah, lady, like, she spectacular pat- aim. Yeah. You're an old yeah. ass lady. I'm you not know you that can't great see with- that thing. Yeah. She got it. I feel like they wouldn't have listened to this lady. I mean, I feel like they were, they, they could have blown her off. They were they there. Were. Uh, I read that they made her really mean so that we wouldn't feel bad whenever she died. <laughs> Uh, we see the kids. I think they're watching win, loser, draw. And Mrs. Sturak comes in. Oh, and she, Walter. Yeah. And Mrs. Sturak comes in and shuts off the TV. And she says, TV rots your brains. Those words stuck with me for a really long time it's in the way my she life. said it. TV rots your brain. <laughs> she tells Walter to give her a report on an aardvark in the morning and hands him an encyclopedia. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> He's going to find out. I hope he can read uh, now we see Cynthia and Zach in the car. She calls the girl a trollop, and she ruins their date. I like that yeah. word. She a literally trollop. says, time for little trollops to go home when she opens that car door. Hey. Which I want to say, like. She's not wrong. They were young. Zach has a pretty face. Like, oh, as a was. kid, I had a crush on him. Like, he had pretty eyes. 
He was. I saw that he was in that movie Boys with uh, Renona Ryder. That was the only movie I really recognized that he was in. I don't remember what else they said he was in. Like, he, sad thing, didn't live very long. Yeah, it was sad. Well, I read that for this movie, uh, they had to cut some of his parts because yeah. he was on drugs so bad. Yeah, like his um, drug addiction had gotten really bad. But He's when like a you, little, little kid. Dude, when you do the math, he was 15. Oh. In this movie. So he's a little older than I thought. Still not good. Because but. when he died of his drug overdose, he was like 23, 24. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't very long afterwards. It's very sad. It is sad. We see uh, Melissa. She The babysitter redresses Melissa and in like this little girl dress. and then, Sugar and spice. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she tells her. And then she leaves and Melissa flips her off. With that big fucking bow. Yes. That's what made it perfect. The pink, the bow, and her giving her the finger. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. It's. I read that in one of the earlier script drafts, the babysitter's death was supposed to be a more elaborate storyline. The Crandall children were all suspects and they all had reasons to kill her. Oh, shit. <laughs> Because of, like, Walter having to do the book report, yeah. Melissa wearing the dress, Zach losing Cynthia. Uh, I've got some information about Melissa. Does yeah. anybody want to hear about Melissa? Always. She Let's was go. in Halloween. I know that. That's oh, what, fuck yeah, she was. She was in Halloween 2 in she 2009. In a lot of them. Halloween 2007. But she was playing a different character in those. Uh, she plays Jamie. Not Yeah, her name is Jamie, right, in the fifth one. Uh, let's see. I have it somewhere. Yeah, Jamie Lloyd. That's what she was in Halloween 4 and 5. Okay, 4 and 5. And then in new ones, she played Annie. Yeah. And I read that, uh, she kept her clown costume from Halloween 4 and would wear it sometimes. And then she sold the costume to a Halloween fan later on. Oh, that's cool. I -hmm. read that Melissa was initially to be played by Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm-hmm. But Kids Incorporated producers would not let her out of her contract. Kids Incorporated. <laughs> did you guys watch that? Hey. No. I oh, remember yeah, the did. song. Yes, yes. I couldn't tell you what they, <laughs> What was that about. They were like acting. Or? Oh, I just remember they sang a lot and they did like skits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of. But I went into any of those. fucking sang a lot. The Mickey Mouse And Club. I want to say there was like a crowd they got involved with a little bit. I don't really know. It was a really long time ago. I've watched a lot of TV since... It's been deleted for better information. Uh, I read she was on the new Creep Show. She was also Debbie Thornberry. Yep. On the on like all all yeah. the video games, the, everything. Yeah. She did the voice for sure. I also remember her being on Roseanne. She was Becky's friend that they got drunk on tornadoes. Oh, I remember that. Yep. <laughs> she always plays a bad girl. She's she got was. that bad girl look. She was in Urban Legend, and uh, I do remember her in that. Did I say she was on the new Creep Show yes. TV yeah. show? Yeah. All right, so now we see Kenny's pot leaf room. Mrs. Sturak is checking it out. She almost dies looking in that as room. As, as soon as he walks in. <laughs> you think she's for real going to die right then and there. Oh, yeah. It's definitely what leads to her death. Uh, now we see the kids go into Sue Ellen's room, and she's on her see-through phone. I had one of those. They're fussing about how the sitter is horrible, and they all have on name tags. <laughs> Dude, I initially, at first, trying to keep notes, I was like, I can't keep up with all these fucking kids. Need like, name tags. I'm just trying to, like, keep up with movie notes. Could you imagine keeping up with real-life fucking humans? Hell no. Name tags. <laughs> 
they decide enough is enough, and they kick over her chore chart on the way to fuss at the sitter. They knock, and Swellen goes in to talk some sense into her. They're not going to take her crap. Can we take a moment just to talk about when Kenny comes in and oh walks up the steps with his weed plant? Yes. With his jeans cut at the ass? Oh, yeah. Did- <laughs> Who came up with that? <laughs> like, they were cut right under the pocket. Like, you just, and he had no ass, but. No. He I must have been like, wearing tidy whities because there was no What is he doing with these? fucking pants well they were bigger like pants were big back then jinkos and all that but yeah yeah. that's true i was just like (laughs) it was really something yeah uh he kind of falls his way up the stairs with his new pot plant and puts it in the window and it falls out of the window (laughs) so sad and then he kind of giggles about it (laughs) uh mrs sturak for some reason isn't responding to soellen's speech oh no we find out the lady is dead. I can't believe it. What a major twist. <laughs> what would make you think that the babysitter was going to die? I, <laughs> Never I, saw that. I didn't expect her to die so soon. I kind of wanted to see her like. She could have done more. Rough them up a bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think she like, would have with that cane. They kind of needed it a bit. Um, I read that the they were parodying um, Psycho. Whenever she spins the chair around and we see that she's dead. That, mm-hmm. that was supposed to be kind of like when he spins the chair around for Mrs. Bates and Psycho. Oh, that was interesting. Uh, so, Kenny, I noticed his hair in the movie. Mm-hmm. Looked like shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was some $3,000 wigs. Fuck yeah, because he doesn't even have hair right there now. Yeah. No, but in the movie, like yeah. his hair was short and they had to get wigs made. And they look horrible. Yeah. I think. Yeah, no, they weren't cute. Well, I mean, to me, it just looked like he had dirty, gross hair all the time. And that he was already kind of having, like, hair issues is what it looked like to me. Oh, maybe so. Because when you see him now, and he doesn't have hair there now, I was kind of like, that's what I thought. Maybe so. I didn't realize it was a wig. That's good to know. $3,000 wigs. That's a fancy. Back then, too. That's That's what they spent the budget on. Kenny's hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I meant to ask, where did this budget go? And he only had to use it for like a couple months. Yeah. Uh, this movie was made in 1990, but released in 1991. So I have some information about 1990. I can save it for later if you no. want. Y'all want throw it, it now? In. Let's throw Ooh. it in before we really get into this movie. Uh, the average cost of a new house was $123,000. Average income was twenty eight thousand nine hundred and sixty. Uh, the average monthly rent was four hundred and sixty five dollars. How much yeah. was milk? Uh, I don't have milk. I have <laughs> a gallon of gas was a dollar thirty four. Fuck man. Probably about how much milk was. Yeah. Um, they had the IBM PS one computer was anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars. Some popular toys was the Atari Lynx Portable Color Entertainment System for one hundred and sixty nine ninety nine. Did you say the Atari? Mm-hmm. It's like All a little right. portable hand. I didn't even know that yeah. existed. Is that like the Atari stick thing? No, this one no? almost looked kind of like a Game Boy. Not a Game Boy, but yeah. like that was. The I guess like I maybe saw. Atari's version of. Yeah, we'll go with that. Let's go. Oh wait, it says it had a built in. Uh, 
a full color LCD display. Oh, and eight it's green. Directional, and eight directional joy pads for maximum control during play. Get it. I didn't mm-hmm. have one of those. I did. And also, new kids on the block play figures for nineteen ninety each. Nineteen ninety nine. First John. concert ever. First concert for me, too. Oh, were y'all at the same one? Absolutely I don't know. Not. No, I went in third grade, so I don't even know if Crystal was born. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, we're only like four years apart. Uh, she wasn't even in grade school age. Let's see. That was when Trent Twin Peaks premiered on ABC, and that's also when Millie Vanilla's... Millie, <laughs> Millie Vanilla. <laughs> I can say it. Their producer <laughs> revealed that they were lip syncing. Girl, you know it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Popular films, Ghost, Home Alone, Dances with Wolves, Pretty Woman, Edward Scissorhands, Die Hard 2. Uh, some popular music was Tear for Fears, Aerosmith, Share, the B-52s. That was when the X rating got replaced by the NC-17 rating what yeah no more no more rated x movies now it's nc-17 no children under 17 Mm. you know showgirls gotcha uh let's see a stamp cost 25 cents is that when they were showing those x-rated movies in the theaters i don't know i wasn't around yeah (laughs) (laughs) probably there was a room in the back yeah uh, they discuss about the babysitter and they decide not to call the cops because the cops will call mom and they'll just blame them. Why they put her on the floor? They just, they have her laid out and then they cover her with a sheet. And then they drag her out and try to figure out how to get her in a trunk and bring her to the morgue. Yeah. They were even willing to cut her head off. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They did discuss. I think Melissa was all for it. That would have been funny to see Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Saying those lines. Yeah, right. It would have been weird to even see her. Like, they, I don't even know if I could see her in the same clothes. Mm-hmm. Like, Christina Applegate just pulls off that weird, funky vibe. When you could just throw strange things on her. Oh, yeah. She's perfect for it. So they bring the old lady to the morgue, and they put a sign on the outside of the trunk that says, Nice old lady inside. Died of natural causes. Kenny says she was a great babysitter, but he never met her because whenever she got there, he mm-hmm. had already left with his friends. Yeah. And then when he got home, she was already dead. And they didn't even know her name. Oh, that's <laughs> not really. I mean, they knew her as Mrs. Sturrock, but they didn't know her name. That's right. Her first name. Hmm. Yeah. Now they're going to the store after they dropped her off. Zach says that he feels bad. In her car. Yeah. Like they, they take sh- her car. Yep. They, they really wrote her off quick. And now they realize the envelope is empty. And they do this crazy U-turn in traffic. And they go home and search the house for the money. Really, they just kind of... Trash. Yeah. They just kind of destroy everything and throw clothes everywhere. Yes. Melissa says, let's go get it from the old hag. And they figure out they can't go get the money. And someone is going to have to get a job. I notice the house is a horrible mess. Sue Ellen says they don't need an adult. They need to stick together. And they're going to flip a pizza to decide who is going to get the job. They flip the Mama Celeste pizza, and it turns out Sue Ellen's getting a job. Kenny's got to watch the kids while she goes to work. Oh, but just prior to this, their mom calls. 
Oh, yeah, what, ha- what happened then? Uh, their mom calls, and Swell tells her that Mrs. Sturhack is on a date with a mortician. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> notice that. It was very clever. Yes. Uh, let's see. Now we're at the clown dog. Dude, that pizza's legit. It's like real. Mama Celeste pizza. See, I meant to look it up. I, it must be uh, it's, it's not a, a real thing. We're getting Totino's over here. I've never seen that one. I like Totino's. I do too. Those little cheap dollars. No well, they're shame. not a dollar do you know now. What is underrated? Frozen pizza, Red Baron. I was is just it? about to say Red Baron. Red is Baron my is my favorite frozen. Pizza. Are they better now, or they've always been good? I don't know. I don't it's know. just like the ratio just, of everything. Just recently, I started getting Red Baron. I was like, this is legit, very good. Um, I grew up on Red Baron. That was my dad's pizza. I like all the pizza. He's also much. the reason I don't really like pizza so pizza. much now. Because we ate so much pizza. <laughs> I'm going to need pizza after this. So now we're at the clown dog and not a pizza place. I guess she couldn't get a job at a clothing store. This place looks horrible. Disgusting. I feel like I can smell it. Oh, yeah. Just grease. Yeah. Old My grease. first job is McDonald's. And to me, it just smells like that. I like the way it smells. It's <laughs> gross. I like the McDonald's. Smells like unsanitary nastiness. Oh, I'm sure it is. Now we meet Burger Brian. This is Joshua Aaron Charles. He was in a movie called Wainy Days. <laughs> Never heard of it. Sonnet for a Town Car. Bird People. I just picked the weirdest I know he titles. Got like a, I know he had like some really good things happening later on in life. I saw he was in Dead Poet Society. That I think was, that's uh, what it was. And then there was like he some did, TV shows yeah, now, right? Some TV. Uh, Brian says the Mr. Clown Dog guy is on helium. Dude, when he tells her to smile, I just want to shove that hot dog down his throat. He deserved it. Let's see. Now we see Kenny and these kids he's hanging out with. I don't know. Everybody looks like they're about 25 to me. They're deadbeat friends. (laughs) I just have them listed as his stoner deadbeat friends. (laughs) They're all worried about their report cards. Drinking and smashing heads. Uh, this guy's name is Keith Coogan. He was in the army now. He was stoner number one. <laughs> he was also the brother in Adventures in Babysitting, if people got these movies confused. I loved that one. I remember that that one had a, oh, what's that girl? The blonde. The pretty girl. Elizabeth Shue. Yes. Oh, she's so pretty. Love her. All right. So we're at the fuzzy, fat, fat dog place. <laughs> Brian helps her scrub the floor. He's telling her how he does the deliveries. And then she shakes her hair down. Prior to that, he puts on that, like, love music. Oh, I didn't notice that. I'm like, feel the room, dude. Like, the vibe you're setting to scrub fat vats. Fat vats. Every time they said fat vats, I was like, say it again. (laughs) I got to use that word one day. But I was shocked that she takes her hair down as they clean that disgusting oh, restaurant. Did you see her put her wet, soapy, greasy fingers yes. in her hair? I would not. Mm-mm. And then she spills batter everywhere. It's mm. just disgusting. Let's see. She tells Brian that she has to do this job because no one will hire a teenager to do something that isn't disgusting. Helium guy is back and he tells her that she forgot something. She forgot to put on her happy face. Fuck him. (laughs) Let's see. And she walks out and quits. I don't remember her exact words. 
She quits after he tells her she has to squeegee the spitballs. With a really fun squeegee. (laughs) Now they play her. They show her and she's circling stuff in the newspaper. She wants to get a fashion job. She makes a resume with an old typewriter. I used to love playing with those. Literally typing out her resume as she looks through a resume book. Couldn't even cut and paste it. You got to really type (laughs) it and copy it then. For real. And don't miss a key. No. Yeah, you would have to. Oh, no. I think they had like a backspace. And it would kind of backspace it. And what? Like just put the letter over the other letter? I, I don't remember how it did it. it but my grandma, my grandma had a typewriter and it did have a backspace. And it would fancy. do something. Your grandma had mm-hmm. a fancy one. Maybe it was like a witch typewriter. I don't know. <laughs> she wasn't a witch at all. <laughs> was it like an electric typewriter? So she had that too. Uh, after that typewriter, eventually she got a word processor that uh, was kind of like a computer, but all it did was type. I loved the pressing of the keys. What is happening Me too. here? Uh, Crystal's got some... Belgian waffle butter crisps. Yes. Yummy. Because we couldn't make real Belgian waffles because you need a waffle iron. I made cake, motherfucker. That's good enough. Let's see. She raids her mom's closet. Turns out it's all ugly. So she puts together an outfit out of those things. This outfit is just I feel as like ugly. I have a, a decent outfit now. It as makes a, me as think- a 39-year-old. I feel like my my wardrobe is pretty good. We've all had those moments though where you want to go through your mom's closet and I try on not. her clothes. We have not and, all well, had that moment. <laughs> yours wasn't around. <laughs> uh, I definitely There was a lot wore. of shoulder pads in everything she tried on. I was like, it's the proportions. All shoulder pads. And then I feel like she makes an outfit that's just as ugly when yeah. she puts her stuff together. I don't know. She looked badass walking down the street, though. Uh, was that the big bow that she could barely walk She was in. manifesting it, though. Yeah, no, she had, like, the black skirt and the, <laughs> like, that's what she was doing. Huh. Let's see. We see her in an elevator, and she arrives at reception. Here we meet Carolyn. She's Love wonder- her. She's my favorite. She's wonderful. Oh, she's a slightly cunty. just slightly she is so pissed off this is the whole personnel i got so mad during that scene i was like i wish a motherfucker would talk to me like that that's right had you have talked to me like that i would have punched you in the face and i got on the job but you know whatever you would have never made it to personnel no carolyn was played by jane brooke and i feel like she has that resting bitch face oh yeah like it's made for her I you know, don't know who that woman is. I saw that she was she, Zach's, stuff. Zach's mother in Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> you did not fucking Full bring circle, up. Kindergarten. Oh, I do I'm remember her in that. God, God bless. Gotta watch it. We see the red-headed lady look over Swell's resume. And you Her name is Rose. Rose. Well, she doesn't tell her yet. Don't correct me. You hear that something as interesting as happening music. She quickly looks over Swell's hey, resume. What's the something as interesting happening music? Can you like... Oh, I don't remember. I can't little, mimic it. little doodle it out for me? I little, wish I could. Do a little ditty? Diddle, diddle, doody, do. Please don't <laughs> diddle, okay? Don't diddle? No diddling at the table. <laughs> no, all right, I won't diddle. Uh, she hires Swell on the spot. No social security number. I mean, she's got a great resume. Dave, when she does the math, she's like, so you're like 27, 28? (laughs) And Swell's like, yep. Yep. (laughs) Oh, and I noticed she has that frosty lipstick. I kind of like it. I kind of hate it. Yeah. I don't know what to do with it. (laughs) 
This lady is Joanna Cassidy. She's on the new L Word show. I was about to say, I know her from somewhere. <laughs> That's it. She, beans. she was also on The Grudge 2, which is of the Caribbean. The Tommyknockers TV show. Witches of the Caribbean. I remember something about that movie. They had like a protest. at a, I don't remember what it was. I Never forgot to Google I, it. I'm going to have to look that one up. We'll have to Google it before the end of this because All there was right. something about it. Uh, she was on the Tommyknockers TV show, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and Blade Runner. <laughs> I used See, to watch that thing on repeat. Yeah, that that was a good one. Never seen it. My sisters I'm hated it. Sorry, because <laughs> I watched seen, it so seen a piece much. of it. I don't like things where it mixes a cartoon and real life but dude that's that one, what made it badass that was one like is exceptional that was that like the exception as a grown-up yes to watch it as, as a grown-up grown even I'd as a grown-up you would love it i'll have to watch it i, I don't remember why i did it, like it had a lot of grown-up innuendos that like maybe kids shouldn't have watched yeah but it was um for me i i thought it was impressive the way they did everything Oh, I have to for watch that. it. Yeah. The research for that one is very good. Are you putting it in the bucket? Fuck yeah. All right. I've got to see if it's watchable. Okay. I'm streaming. It'll be somewhere at some time. And here's Gus. Oh, Ugh, gross Gus. I had notes. Of, I don't even know where my notes are. He was just gross. Uh, <clears throat> Let's see. Rose is telling her about to say, I'm right on top of that Rose. Anytime mm-hmm. someone asks Rose I something on the phone. That's a really uh, iconic line. Right on line. top of it, Rose. That's right. And I wrote down, this lady, Rose, is so nice. I love what her. A, what a nice boss. This is also when we find out that Gross Gus is sleeping with Boss Lady Rose. That's The right. very exact opposite of the Devil Wears Prada Lady. Oh, yeah. see. Never saw that either. Meryl Streep. That's the lady. Do you oh. know why there's crickets happening right now? Because there's so many movies that I bet you've watched like... So many stupid. I really am going. I know because she saw. Look, I already have the Devil Wears Prada written. This whole top of my notebook right here is a list of movies. Movies that we need to put in the book. Okay. I spent my time watching Idiocracy ten times. How would I watch all these other movies? (laughs) With this fucking crap. Literally never. Some of the often quoted lines from the film: "The right on top of that rose. The dishes are done, man. I want to work that one in." And thank you, Katrina. Thank you, Katrina. I don't know which part of the movie that was from. I don't remember that part. I don't remember that part. Mm. Who the fuck's Katrina? I don't know. (laughs) It says it was a line from the movie. Now, the kids are at a pizza place. Kenny has this big... It says Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese is on his cup. Because I was looking. I was like, where are they at? Because I always kind of pay attention to like... I didn't. The weird ass names they come up with. But it was placed... Where you can read it really well. Chuck E. Cheese's. Variant. Where a kid can be a kid, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Still? Yeah. If you got the money. Yeah. (laughs) See, that's what I thought was funny. Uh, They talk about, they don't know what her job is, but she has a $37,000 salary. When I hear that, a year, when she says that, a year, I'm just like, that makes my stomach hurt. I mean, there's been a time in my life where I made that much in a year, but. That's what I made as a teacher. To live off when that. I'm making a little bit over that now. Yeah, but you work part time. Like, there's no way people could survive off that now. Sorry. Oh no. Without Te- assistance. Teachers don't make much more than that. No. 
Let's see. I know why they got other jobs. That's right. I could get on a soapbox for like 30 minutes right now, but I will keep it neutral mm-hmm. for all our lovely people. And now we see, I noticed they blew a whole bunch of money at Chuck E. Cheese and they're like, oh, we need food. Yeah, uh, was, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> like, I when's like, your paycheck? Oh, oh mm-hmm. you need food, but you just went out to eat pizza. Like, at Chuck E. Cheese. And she just like throws all this change you on You could have gotten a Red Baron. <laughs> they could have got like 50 Totinos. Or a Mama Celeste. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you should take your kids grocery shopping and teach them how to budget. It's a, I noticed, uh, let's see, not I noticed. Now their kid, their car. <laughs> they come outside of Chuck E. Jesus. Yes. And their car is stolen by drag queens, Liza Minnelli, Marilyn Monroe, and one other one. They yeah. look pretty good. I didn't see the other they one. They did. But they did look fabulous. And I was like, why did it have to be drag queens? They looked good it? in that oh, car. They did. Though. They did. It's yeah. cool, though, that they did drag queens. It was a nice car. It made me think of that movie, To Wong Fu. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I love it She's so adding much. it. I love that movie. I've Dude, watched it not that long ago. That's one of my feel-good movies. <laughs> so my mom recently named her cat Chi-Chi. Oh, oh my God. God. Chi-Chi Rodriguez. <laughs> I truly can't watch him in anything else because of that all of, I just love that movie so yeah. much. Uh, poor Walter. He misses mommy. They can't call Kenny's friends. The car is stolen. They need a ride, so they call Brian. Brian. Because no one else will come get them, and he shows up in the clown mobile. Dude, that's the clown dog truck. Yes. And it's playing music. Bam, 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 <laughs> yeah. Right? Isn't that it? Circus, circus music. music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, well explains to brian that their mom doesn't want them using the volvo while she's gone for the two months the kids that smoke grow weed and have yeah. tattoos she doesn't want them using the car no i'm sure they'll listen yeah uh they're not dis- the other car was a loner yeah they're discussing how brian has to work his job to pay for college and they're outside of the house and we kill we hear the kids inside killing each other over snowballs the last snowball the last they're snowball. not even good no, I no. love snowballs. You yeah. hate coconut, so get out of I, here. I like don't coconut. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> I like coconut a lot, but I don't like that dry coconut. Oh, I don't like coconut. I don't like the texture. I don't like the taste. Nothing. I got a little snowball information. Yeah, let's get it. Get it. They debuted in 1947, according to the Snowball Wikipedia. Hostess attributes their initial popularity to Americans being released from the flour and sugar rationing during World War II. So Origin- they threw it all in that one snowball. All into snowballs. <laughs> <laughs> snowballs was getting it. Originally, the cakes were colored white and lacked the cream filling. The cream was added in 1950. And a imagine little- how dry it would have been without that cream filling. I don't. I would maybe eat the cream out it's of like the middle. I have no interest in, in eating chocolate, these. marshmallow, yeah. coconut. I'm here for it. Oh, Ooh, is there marshmallow, marshmallow, in marshmallow in it? Yeah, it's like the outside part's made with like a oh, marshmallowy thing. You're gonna eat yeah. one now, huh? No, I'm not. No, it's still. I will say the different colors don't in taste different. <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, it says a little later the pink coloring was added to the shredded coconut. And eventually the company decided that it was more efficient to, oh, let's see, one cake was pink and one was white, I think. And then they decided it was more efficient 
to have the cakes the same color. Let's put some red dye number five in it. You need that dye for they ADD. They change them, though, for all the holidays. I've yeah. seen them, like, all colors. Wikipedia said for green Lucky Puffs on St. Patrick's Day, they have lavender. They call them hoppers on for spring. Uh, missing my page. Oh, that's cool. They have neon green. They call them glow balls for Halloween. They have, also have orange glow balls and orange scary cakes for Halloween. And they have white ones for Christmas. In the X-Files episode, Tempest Fugit, Mulder and Scully are eating at a restaurant. And Mulder has arranged for the restaurant staff to sing happy birthday to you, to Scully, while delivering a pink snowball with a sparkler on it. I thought I that was relevant to this movie. that I'm in <laughs> season three of the X-Files. X-Files always oh. comes up somewhere, like... There's so many well, episodes. Well, David Duchovny's in the movie. Yeah. yeah. But there's so many episodes that I feel like everyone's been in an X-File. Yeah. Kind of like everyone's been, been in, in Law, Law and Order, Order. Oh, yes. of some sort. And Murder, She Wrote. A lot of these people in the 90s had been on Murder, She Wrote. CSIs. Yeah. Uh, they also reference Snowballs in the movie Con Air. It's a great movie, right? I love it. I do like Con Air. I like, I like it. It's like Con a guilty Air. pleasure movie. Yeah. I enjoyed um, all Nicolas Cage movies. The, I do not. Did you see <laughs> totally that one weird. called Pig that he had come out? People not, were no, I have not seen that one. That one's it's about, more recent. Have you heard of it though? Mm-mm. He no. um, collects uh, what's that fungus truffles, mm. and uh, he has a pig that he collects truffles with, and someone steals the pig, and he and he has to go find it. Kind of like Taken, but with a pig. Fuck shit up over a pig. It's supposed to be really good. Y'all gotta watch it. Pigs are good. I will not. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I can't watch it because if the no. pig dies, I don't want to see it. Chops. Uh, but in the movie Con Air, uh, Nicolas Cage, Cameron Poe, narrates a letter to his wife in which he says, I got your package. Those pink coconut things have made me quite popular. Met a guy just the other day. Baby O. He sure does love them. And the video shows a package of Hostess snowballs in the care package that she sent him. And then we see a snowball being passed through the prison bars. So I don't interesting. Think they allow care packages <laughs> like that in prison now. I have no idea. I don't know. Back to the movie. Is this when he asks her to go see the Grunion run? Yes. So he asks her to go see the Grunion run. What's a Grunion? I have a lot of information about that. Just tell me what it is. I have it in my notes. It looks like a snake. With Andrea. It's a fish. It is a fish. All you see is them slithering around their feet. No, they're just flopping around. They're flopping on the shore. Here it is. So I thought grunion were crabs. It's a bunch (laughs) of fish fish that flop around. The flish? The flish. The flish. It must be like a Cali thing. It says that uh, the whole fish is edible, even the head. Ew. And they have uh, grunion tacos in Cali. Ew. During high tide, they, they run. They swim up to the banks to mm-hmm. lay their eggs. and then the, the female does. The female does. And then the male mm-hmm. comes up some, and some stuff fertilizes, fertilizes them. Fertilizes. Milt. The yeah. milt flows down the eggs and fertilizes That's what you want to call it. That mm. says they can survive on land for about uh, an hour. And for other fish, it's about half an hour. These That's are- so weird because when he was like, it happens so fast. <laughs> maybe he didn't really you know might what it miss was. it it happened so fast no because he said he was like going to school to be an oceanographer and oh shit. yeah so he would know a lot yeah says it's illegal to catch them with fishing gear they have to catch them 
my with hands. their hands. Mm. I can't imagine it'd be too difficult. Just get some gloves. I mean, they're right there. They beach themselves. And the practice of catching these spawning fish by hands is a grunion run. All right. Good to go. I have you taking over now. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah. Um, Rose, well, she gets to tell the receptionist the next day. Uh, she's going into the office um, that she's going to Rose's office. And the look on that bitch's face. Oh, wonderful Carolyn. Yes. When she's just like, where are you going? I'm going to Rose's office. I loved that. Um, Rose is showing Swell the spring industrial line. Swell says, I thought we sold designer clothes. She tells them they sell general clothes, which I have the name of the company written somewhere down oh, here. Oh, G-A-W. Yeah, it was what? General Apparel West. Yes. Um, Rose is giving her the rundown and tells Swell she's now the hub. As she's giving her a list of all the shit she has to do. Yes. I'm just like, my anxiety is getting bad. I can't even imagine being 18 trying to take all that on. I don't even know what half of it is. Uh, we see Swell in her office trying to figure out her computer, and she's having a full-on meltdown. Oh, is that when she's like, I hate you? Yeah. Hate you. That's what yeah. I would do. She can't even like figure out how to get off the main screen. Like She just keeps pushing buttons, and it's like, no. Um, and then Rose drops a fuckload of work on her desk. Oh, is this the QED report? Yes. So I Googled that, and the only references I can find to what the fuck is a QED report <laughs> is to this movie. Yeah. So I don't know Maybe what it like is. like quality something or another. I don't know. It's the don't tell mom the babysitter's dead report. She runs out of the office looking very overwhelmed, and the receptionist Carolyn informs her that her little brother drives the delivery van. That's when she sees the... Oh, yeah, the takeout. Hot dog bag on the receptionist's desk. And she's just like, how do you get them to run that all the way out there? And she's like, my little brother drives the delivery van and makes special deliveries just for me. He's so sweet. He is very sweet. He doesn't deserve her. No. Sister. Mm -mm. Um, then we see Swell trying to figure out the fax machine as it's eating her paperwork. And she's struggling with all the electronics she comes into contact with. So, uh, you know, they still use fax machines? Yes. We had one actually at the post office up until what? like last year. I use a fax machine. For what? At work to fax things to district. You can't just email them. Have they email? heard of email? No. <laughs> it's easier to fax it, honestly. Mm. Sure. But you have to print the paper out, right? You have to have a landline. The paper's already, I have to print the paper out, but it's, it's, I have copies of this paper already and I have to write on it. And I then, need to know how this Oh, you write it. on it. Do you send a head letter first? Like no. A, no. So how do they know who it's coming from? It says the station number and stuff. Oh, gotcha. See, I read that they mostly use it for hospitals and stuff because it's not as uh, hackable. Yeah. As a uh, internet. Dude, it's I just the landline sending them. I feel like everywhere as I go, they can access all my medical information now. Pretty much if they wanted to. Where'd my fax info go? Yeah. We don't have to read it. I'll save it for 
Well, Facebook. we can carry on. She's in this fax room for a little bit. Uh, the fax machine's eating her paperwork, and the phone is ringing. And this is where she meets Kathy, who is the most wholesome person in this whole movie. She's so sweet. Oh, no, <laughs> I like Franklin a lot. Franklin. Oh, yeah. The, the, the uh, uniform the, guy in the yeah the dude that was on the floor whatever. yeah on the floor <laughs> <laughs> in the basement I, don't know. I felt like they were going down low to them it wasn't the like a sweatshop <laughs> it looked like it they were no it just looked like a regular I saw no like third world country no steam whistle sweatshop children or anything I see children yeah so are you talking about because he was tan. Who? And looked Mexican? The guy Franklin? that worked the full floor? Franklin? <laughs> no, I saw other workers. You watched besides. a different movie. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, I, watched a, I saw other workers besides Franklin. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so she meets Kathy, and she's chilling behind Kathy as Kathy works the fax machine, and she's trying to figure it out. Kathy tells her she had also applied for the position that Sue Ellen currently holds. <laughs> That's when my heart hurts. Yeah, she wasn't good enough to get it. She I bet totally she gets it after. Would have been good enough. Yeah. Um, and she tells her she's a whiz on the computer. And that's when Sue Ellen asks her what she knows about the QED report and to do one thing at a time, which were the words that Rose told her when she dropped all that bullshit on her desk. Oh, yeah. This is when Crystal gets mad. Take one thing at a time. She's like cussing the whole time. That's bullshit. That she gets so much work or that she gives it to the Just the, the nice way lady. she treats no, her. Yeah. She takes advantage of her. It's not that she takes advantage, it's that she's saying that she's doing this work when someone else is. Yeah. And it pisses me off. And she doesn't unfair. do anything really at the work. She just smokes. Around. Not until the end. Cash. She does shit until the end. Yeah. Um. Let's see where I'm at. She calls Kenny um, at the house, which is disgusting. Oh, is this when they call and she yeah. just wants to fight? Like she's in her office and she's like checking in on the kids or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he tells her that they are out of food. Bruce comes in demanding figures and she bitches him out. Dude, oh, yeah. When he calls her Gidget, like what's what is a Gidget? Oh, that was a character on a show. Um, I think the show was called Gidget, maybe. I'd have to Google it. I don't know. When he first said Gidget, I thought it was the lady from, um, what was the one where they were all stranded on the island? Gidget's an American sitcom. Oh, Oh, you're thinking of uh, Ginger. I was like, that's supposed to be a derogatory term? Gidget Gidget Gidget? goes Hawaiian, Gidget goes to Rome, Gidget grows up, Gidget gets married. Can oh. you say Gidget? Gidget. You're thinking of Ginger, though, from uh, Gilligan's Island? Yes. Maybe yep. that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. So this is when we meet, uh, what's his name? Gus? No. David Duchovny. Yes. David Bruce. Duchovny. Yes, Bruce with the slicked back yes, hair. Yes. His name is Bruce, but I was trying to think of what his real name was. David Duchovny. I used to watch him in Californication. I think I watched yeah, him currently in yeah. the X Files. Oh, I had notes on him somewhere. No, I bet you did. I'll sprinkle him in. Yeah. Sprinkled. Sprinkle it. Here it is. Sprinkle, sprinkle. He was on X Files. No way. <laughs> ER. 
Um, they have a upcoming Pet Cemetery Bloodlines movie coming out that he's going to be on. Nice. Dude, I don't know, but that, he, I'm excited. He was on The Craft Legacy 2020. Did y'all see that? Is nope. that like the, the other mm. The Craft? This I don't think I've seen it. Was, uh, didn't they make a show? I don't, I don't know if this was a show or, or a movie, but it, he was on The Craft Legacy. Uh, I didn't see it. Must have not been good. He was on Beethoven. He said he was the guy that got dragged by one of the dogs. Nah. <laughs> I don't remember. Sometimes he's a bad guy and sometimes he's a good guy. It says he's played the same character, Fox Mulder, on five different TV series, uh, five different series. The X-Files, Eek the Cat, The Simpson, The Lone Gunman, and Millennium. He also started off acting in soft porn films. Well, I could see that. <laughs> what is said on IMDb? I didn't see which movie that would have been. How oh, was Skinamax? In, that's kind of how yeah, it was. It was probably Skinamax. Dude, I was going to say, that's kind of how Californication was. Yeah. Like, he was sleeping with everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, after this, mom calls Kenny, and he says the babysitter is at the yarn store. <laughs> It's a good cover. That was a good cover. She was knitting. And then he was like, okay, I got to go. Bye. <laughs> like, he talks on. to his mom for like two seconds. It's probably like an $80 phone call calling from Probably. Um, then we see Walter in front of the TV. That's where he spends pretty much most of his time. With his giant remote control. Dude, Did you I see that? I have that written down here. The TV and the remote is so big. They needed to steal that petty cash. Um, Kenny is talking to Walter and was like, why don't you go do something else other than watch TV? And he's like, I don't like outside. Yeah. He just wants to, there's no TV outside. He just wants to watch TV. Dude, that's kind of how life was though back then. Like, I remember when we got our own TVs in our room, we used to fuck with each other because our remotes could do each other's TV because they bought us the same kind of TV. Yeah. Yeah. Our remote does that now. Man, my sister would, like, change it. I'd be, like, screaming at her through the wall. We were very close, though. Like, a year apart, so. Oh, wow. You can only imagine. Lots of fights. Um, Rose comes in and tells Sue Ellen about the petty cash box. She tells her to leave receipts, and she will approve it, but to guard that box with her life. She doesn't. She does not, as we later find out. So she then takes petty cash out to buy groceries. She goes home and finds Zach is having girlfriend issues with Cynthia and hands him a cosmopolitan and tells him to take the quiz. (laughs) That was her fix. Some good advice. Well, I mean, when you're 18 trying to parent. 17. 17. It's the only advice you could really get. Um, In the next scene, she's trying to relax in the tub, and she hears loud music and gets out of the tub and goes into Kenny's room, who is smoking weed with all his friends. And poor Elvis is laid out on the floor, high as fuck. She's bitching at him because he hadn't mowed the grass and calls him a punk. She's trying to get ready for her date with Brian. Yeah. She's already becoming the mom. She is. Um, Brian is on the beach with her telling her how the girl Grunion lays eggs and the guy Grunion comes and fertilizes them. Sue Ellen and Brian are talking about their futures, their careers, school, like all that. 
future bullshit. Um, they have their dreamy-eyed moment, and they stress the kiss and almost ruin it. Only to have their kiss and miss the grunion run. Yep. They missed it. Could you focus on that kiss with all those fish no. flopping around your fucking feet? No. It's disgusting. It'd be so slimy. I just saw As soon fish. as a fish touches me in the water, I'm just like, Ugh. You seen that video where, it, or the meme where the dog is like, Hanging out in the water, and then something touches him and like jumps out. <laughs> runs that's out. me. That is me. <laughs> I think that's all of us because our water is brown. Yeah, you better run. Yep. In the next scene, Sue Ellen comes into the room where we see Kenny passed out on the couch. She asks where all the groceries oh, yeah. are at, and he said he was entertaining friends, and they got the munchies. Fucking Kenny, man, is not. He's pissing Crystal off. Oh, yeah. Basically the whole time. Yeah. He's being a turd. Um, She gives Kenny money, tells him to get the kids food, and to do the dishes. I don't think Kenny ever does the dishes. Oh, no, he does. (laughs) Eventually, when he's making all his waffles. He takes them out with his friend and throws them off the roof. Yes. Shoots them with a, I don't know, BB gun, shotgun. He did do the dishes. Um, then we see Sue Ellen is on the manufacturing floor and Gus comes in looking for Rose and Sue Ellen tells him that she, he just missed her. Mm -hmm. So then he invites Sue Ellen for lunch. He's so gross. With his oogie vibes. I have that he was on that show, um, Dirty John. Yeah. Curly Sue, born on the 4th of July and the fly one and two. I could see him in the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Buzzing around. <laughs> um, so while they're at lunch in the super swanky restaurant, he's talking about women maturing and juices flowing. Oh, so gross. I was like, I don't even know. It's so icky. Nice. <laughs> Sue Ellen orders a martini and rosé, sweet and dry. A mixture. And that guy looks at her like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, he tells, oh, he being Gus, tells her the next thing you know, we could be sharing a cigarette post-coital bliss. So gross. She asks if he's talking about them having sex, and he tries to play it off while still being I'm oogie. Just kidding. He's like, I'm just kidding, unless we're not kidding. <laughs> like, <laughs> he can't even commit. He's just got to no. have an easy out. Okay, Sue Ellen gets back to the office, and Bruce and Carolyn see Swell getting back from lunch with Gus. Yes. And they think she's now sucking up to Gus. Mm-hmm. They think she did some shady-ass shit to get her job. I don't know what he does there. Um, Who? Gus. Just an executive someone, I guess. He's something. Then we see Rose and Sue Ellen are on the floor talking school uniforms. The plus and negative of them all. Um, Being that she's an actual child in school. She's not a nay, or she is a nay for the uniforms. Sue Ellen. A nay? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. against them. Anay. She's like kids don't it. yeah, kids don't want to <laughs> wear uniforms. They want to be expressive. Uh, same. Yeah. yeah. 
I got out of school just before school uniforms became a thing. <clears throat> they started it whenever I was halfway through high they school. They started it when I was a senior. I remember that. Like the year after I graduated, so they started stupid. uniforms. I used to just wear umbros and a t-shirt to I kind of, I think it's. Soccer it's shorts. Remember when everybody wore umbro soccer shorts? Yeah. I know do they I'm still sell those? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I, I do see as a grown up good things about it in a way, in a way you, know? you want your kid being messed with because they don't yeah. have like all the cool things that all the rich kids have yeah. yeah but even then they still break it down to what brand you're wearing yeah they can i think lillian even had a whole year where like or riley did where you couldn't wear green because they would pick on you oh i heard some of the kids say something like that that's, that's dumb green's my favorite color yeah. <laughs> and it goes so well with the khaki yeah <laughs> Better than having to wear a white shirt yes, in elementary school. That's the worst. Okay. Um, and then they're talking about Gus. Rose said she has to leave to meet Gus. She says he's got commitment issues and says he has Peter Pan syndrome. He's like a boy. Mm-hmm. And then, for whatever reason, I missed while they're talking about cucumbers but she says um she being rose says every woman over 25 should have a cucumber in her house mm-hmm. and i noticed later and she does crystal screams gross <laughs> <laughs> was and it later, for, your, for the bags under your eyes because she was looking yeah. at her the bags under her eyes listen but, i don't know because she says it like kind yeah of polished like it's it's a, a like she's secret. trying to make a you she make, probably meant it that way. Yeah. You're making a nasty joke, Rose. I know all about it. <laughs> to the 17-year-old. <laughs> In the next scene, Sue Ellen and Brian are at Walmart. I don't know. It looks like Walmart. Oh, yeah. Some kind all of the signs store. were blue. So I'm you saying do have Walmart. The, the blue smocks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That they used to wear. Blue was going. We know blue is Walmart. Yeah, okay. Likely. Um, And they're bouncing around on those bouncy balls. I don't I know what that they were so called. Cute. Oh, My legs would be so tired. They bounce like that whole store. Yeah. And then they get in trouble. Oh. <laughs> and they kiss and it was They so cute. are about to have their kiss when oh. it's ruined by the worker. Yeah. That tells them like, what are you doing? And then they run away like yeah. children. Uh, Brian invites her to a baseball game with his sister. Swell freaks the fuck out and declines. Um, and they argue like about where she yeah, works. And she well, I he says, <laughs> he's, yeah, he says, um, he'll pick her up at her house or at work. And she was like, no, you can pick me up at the house. Yeah. And so then he's like, why don't you want me to know where you work? Which she doesn't initially tell him. She's just shady. Yeah. And she don't have to tell him where she works. Oh, right? I felt like she should. This is the guy you're going on dates with. You just met him. You don't know if he's a creep. Stalker. What if she's he knows what? where she lives. All they did was kiss with fish. But he brought her home and he yeah, already knows I mean, where he she did. lives. He is a nice guy. I mean, if they went to the toy store. Where, if I don't want you to know, we're just starting. They're just starting dating. Like, if I don't want you to know where I work, I'm going to tell you well, where I work. He's, he asked if she's seeing another guy. She says she just doesn't want to meet his sister. No, he's. she says he's mad that she doesn't want to meet his sister. Yeah, you, she's like, you're, you're mad, mad just because I don't want to meet your sister. And he's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Very confused. He, uh, <laughs> uh, he says that his sister's been in a slump, 
since the backstabber started at her job. And then they have their breakup moment. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that she's taking up for this this woman. The she's backstabber. Not to know. Yeah. You don't know her? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am the backstabber. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have the 90s breakup moment where the music's playing and she's stalking him at work and driving by and watching him clean fat vats in the window. <laughs> <laughs> she misses him. She does. Should have told him where she works. Um, in the next scene, we see Kenny's burning waffles. Oh, yeah. He's watching the Julia yeah. Child Belgian waffles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Walter. Yeah. I don't remember what happened, but they ended up stuck on that. Yeah, but it's, it's, I think it's kind of good that yeah. he's trying to learn how to cook and stuff. Well, eventually, he doesn't even know he wants to know how to cook. He's fucking starving and wants waffles. <laughs> That's all he knows. <laughs> I read that, uh. Belgian waffles are beloved for their extra deep pockets. The better for filling with butter, jam, or maple syrup. They're often thicker than their American counterparts. They are. And made with a yeasted batter and crunchy pearl sugar. Dude, I could have brought my my big waffle maker. We need to make these because they sound amazing. We stayed at a hotel once that had like this fancy waffle maker. You know, you make your own waffles, and it was oh, like I love that Texas shaped. We were somewhere in Austin, I think. I don't remember, but after that, I had to buy a waffle maker that flipped and everything. And you have that waffle maker now? Yeah, I oh. also have a Ninja Turtle one. I want to. use It's them. actually my favorite because it cooks so well. I want to use them both. Okay. Um, okay, Kenny's burning waffles. Sue Ellen comes home bitching about the thermostat and the bills. She wants to know who turned the thermostat down because she's now responsible for all the bills. She wants it on 76. How much money did mom leave in that? I don't know. I just think about how much my bills are now. Oh, no, what? Bills probably weren't too, too bad back then. But she does have to pay, like, the electricity and shit, she said. Like, she's responsible for the bills. She's bitching about the thermostat. And then we see Walter. Steals a buttload of cash from her purse. Oh, yes. From the petty cash. And uh, what's his name? Stole a little bit first, I think. Yeah. And I might have just saw him. Infuriated. I like, was so mad. Everyone's yeah. grabbing money from pissed. this box that she is responsible for. Yeah, that was um, pretty bad of them. Sue Ellen's stuck in traffic and sees teenagers going to the beach. She's bitter about adulting. Who could blame her? Yeah, man. She wants to go to the beach. She arrives to the office to do to a bouquet uh, to do do to a bouquet of flowers for her with two tickets to the symphony from Gus. Mm. Gross. Disgusting name. Tickets worth $37. The card says, you're the one I want to listen to beautiful music with. Then Rose comes in. Rose is like, oh, you got roses. And she lies and tells Rose they're for her. And Rose says that she had a 48 orgasm in Santa Barbara. Yes. 48 hours. 48 hour orgasm. You know, somehow I just don't. Santa Barbara. (laughs) Gus. I just don't. Do you see Gus performing that well? I don't even see him helping you out. I don't even see him him. getting it up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Carolyn says she found out that none of the companies, oh, that's where we're at next. Um, in the next scene, Carolyn is saying that she hasn't found 
Any companies that have heard of Sue Ellen? She's talking to Bruce. Oh, yes. Yeah. They're sleeping like, on her. Yeah. We're bouncing from like scene to scene. They're all sneaky, like in like hanging out by the fax machine. Oh, yeah. They're making copies. <laughs> yes. Um, and then in the next scene, we find out that Walter ordered an entire fucking entertainment system. And these entertainment systems back then were expensive. Those big-ass speakers. I don't even know what all those little doodad thingies on there do. It was like radios. Tiny TV. What is all... Like tuner things but for it your speakers. Also, I know. Like, I don't... It was too much. There's too many... My dad had one of those. I was like, it's too many buttons. And I thought it was fun. It even had, like, blank VHS mm-hmm. that they set up for him. That's great. It's very they just fancy. just set the whole thing up. But not, not the satellite. No. They set up every single no. thing, plugged it in. And the next scene, Rose comes in looking for the QED report. Um... And I'm sorry, Rose needs the QED report. And Sue Ellen goes looking for Kathy. Yes. Couldn't think of her name. Because Kathy was the one actually doing the report. And in Kathy's office, she finds a temp who has no fucking clue. Uh, Carolyn's talking to Brian in the next scene about his girlfriend issues when Kathy comes in sick with the QED reports. And ask Carolyn to give them to Sue Ellen. Like she comes in, tissue and all. Mm-hmm. Sue Ellen walks up and sees Carolyn and Brian talking and tries to hide and ends up in Gus's office. Of all the offices to Dude. end up in. <laughs> and she probably didn't even know, honestly. She was just trying to hide. She tells him she's not interested and now he's just kidding again. Because he's like, why are you here? Why else would you be here? She's playing hard to get in his mind. Yes. Who could refuse Um, him? We see Walter checking out his new entertainment system, and the TV is not working. And Kenny is eating waffles with his friends, getting high, and Walter asks him for help with the TV and decides to do it himself after Kenny tells him to get Bob Barker to help him. Good old Bob Barker. Poor little Walter. What was the show um, that he did? Price is Right. Price is Right. Oh, yes. Now it has a Drew Carey on it. Yeah. Uh, I have that Walter was on Mr. Nanny with Hulk Hogan. He played a lot of kid movies back then. Wasn't that Hulk Hogan? I think so. Uh, And Leprechaun. He was in Leprechaun. Which one? One. The one? The one with Jennifer (laughs) Aniston. And he was also in Sometimes They Come Back. I like that movie. Mm-hmm. I just remember the Sometimes They Come Back Again. Yep. I think I saw that one. And then I had uh, the Hellhound guy, the red-haired guy. Uh-huh. The friend, I, he was in The People Under the Stairs and The oh, Stone Age. I love that movie. I don't know why, like... That was one of those horror movies that fucked with me for a while, and I think that's why I loved it so much. It had some weird stuff Dude, that, in it. It was bizarre. There yeah. was, like, some shit happening. I was just yeah. like, never, ever have I seen that before. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Um, Kenny hears banging on the roof with his friends, and then we see Walter hanging from a tree limb. He was up there trying to get the satellite dish connected, and he falls and hurts his leg. In the next scene, Rose comes up for the QED report. 
Carolyn gives it to Rose, trying to be the bitch that she is. Mm-hmm. She was like, Scotter walks right over there, and Rose gives Sue Ellen kudos for delegating, and then gets a call that her son is at the hospital. Her son being Sue Ellen's son, mm-hmm. so. and everyone is so shocked yes. that she has. A you son. have a son. But she, but they think she's twenty eight, so yeah. it's not that unreasonable. But even then, like she doesn't look it. Like they did yeah. tell her, like she doesn't look it. And how can you be in an executive assistant and have kids? Mm. Like a woman in the world back then, that's you true. You had to have a good support system. Yeah, some nannies. Um, and now it's my wife's turn to tell oh, you the rest of the story. <laughs> I did have that. That was her weirdest hairdo yet when she goes to the oh, hospital, and it's like yes. that looking french braid twist that's when she had that big thing hanging out of her pocket and stuff i didn't remember i was so busy looking at her hair she chose to put like a whole scarf in her pocket (laughs) instead of like just a little thing it was like the whole thing the whole scarf just hanging out all right so we're at the hospital sue ellen gets there and she Sees them and talks to the doctor and says, why was he on the roof, Kenny? And then Kenny says, I should have been there, but I wasn't. And he apologizes to Walt. And on the way home, she's talking about her check. And it was only $735. She thought it was going to be a thousand. Supposed to be over a thousand. Damn taxes. Damn taxes. (laughs) And pension and stuff. They get back to their home and they see... The bitchin' Noom home theater system. Zach tells Swell it came from petty cash money. <laughs> and Zach also bought a ring for Cynthia. And now, there's only $30 left of the petty cash money. And Melissa, they, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say how much they stole. But, oh, I'm about to tell you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Melissa bought a new bike. God Walter, damn, everybody's up in their shit. Walter got the new home edition of Super Password, which is a video game. Elvis got a chew toy. And they spent over $3,000. I'm really glad they didn't forget Elvis, though. That was nice. They got him yeah, a nice big chew toy. That's about <laughs> they were still, they the were still thinking about him. him. All right. And then Swell says, you're all grounded. And asks how they could steal from her. And Kenny says, you know, well, they didn't technically steal. They borrowed. They followed her irresponsible example. Oh, yeah. I thought that was funny when you said that. Uh, I was pissed off. That is pretty mean. made me mad the whole time. Then we cut to Rose, who enters dramatically, saying, G-A-W is history. The school board rejected their uniform idea. Students heard about it and protested. They burned uniforms in effigy. Fuck Uh, yeah. That's right. (laughs) Rose is worried that they're all going to get canned. She wants to break the news. She wants Sue Ellen to break the news to Franklin. Sue Ellen goes and tells Franklin. Franklin's crying. Sue Ellen is consoling him. And then she's walking around the factory, starts randomly picking out these pieces of clothing. She's about to make it work. You can tell. Mm-hmm. She has an idea. Rose thinks it will save their asses. But we don't know what the idea is. I love that Rose is so like down to earth. Like she's oh, yeah. just... Normally, like, executives like that wouldn't talk, so. Yeah, not to their assistant. Down to earth. Talking in the car, Rose says she needs to rent a banquet hall and ask if she has enough in petty cash. Oh, shite. Sue Ellen says, 
Banquet halls are so impersonal. She <laughs> offers to have it at her own house instead. Mm. So kind. <clears throat> she goes home, tells all the the children, all 700 of them, <laughs> that the house needs to be spick and span by Saturday or she's going to turn in the whole family. Colin, so mom. They all enthusiastically agree to help. I think rock he says, roll. Let, yeah. let's rock and roll. <laughs> Everybody starts cleaning. Kenny finally mows the lawn. That's so awesome. That dusty lawn. I found out that Kenny had a famous uncle. His uncle is Jackie Coogan, who is Uncle Fester. Oh, Oh, I didn't know. I just saw that he was the first child star, but I didn't really get to Google a lot about him. His uncle was Uncle Fester. That's pretty cool. See a bunch of kids painting the house. Sue Ellen's in meetings with Rose and Franklin. Kenny goes to Mel's baseball game. Oh, yeah, with his dad's shirt. kind of seems like <laughs> everyone's getting their shit together. And then... So responsible. Old Kenny turned into a regular Julia child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it for him, though. And they're, they're talking on the... Well, Sue Ellen's talking to Kenny on the phone. He says he needs shrimp for the recipe, and he needs more money, but... They don't have any more petty cash. And then Bruce, sleazy Bruce, hears Sue Ellen say she doesn't have any more petty cash. And later she gets home and her and Kenny fight like a married couple. Oh, yes. (laughs) He's doing all the housework and is tired of not being appreciated. (laughs) Sue Ellen is working long hours to put food on the damn table. Carolyn and Bruce sneak into Suella's office to check the petty cash box, only to find valid receipts for the missing money. And then Carolyn finds Sue Ellen's purse, pulls out her wallet and her license in it, and they hmm. find out she's only 17. Mm. Then we cut. Everybody's getting ready for the party. Old Kenny comes in, cuts his hair. His name is now Kenneth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Kenneth. Cuts all his hair off. Looks like a really big dork. <laughs> this then, is his real hair now. Is this when he lost the wig? Yeah, this is real hair. Real hair. <laughs> Zach comes in, tells him, Cynthia dumped me for Jacob. Oh, fucking Jacob. Cynthia. Says, Get over it. Sue Ellen asks if he got the ring back. So uh, Carolyn shows a copy of Rose, uh, Sue Ellen's license to Rose, and she's just looking so proud of herself. I figured it out. Man, this girl, I just want her to get her comeuppance. Oh, yes. <laughs> Rose says it's petty, spiteful, and vindictive. She tosses it on the ground and tells her to grow up. Fuck yeah. That's right. See mm. it for what it is, for real. No, for real. Like, you are just an angry yeah. lady. Like, why are you wasting all this energy trying to ruin someone else? Maybe so, if she'd focus on her receptionist job and do it with a smile. She probably hates it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Obviously she seem like the most personable Hates her life. lady. All right, so Sue Ellen's friends get there. They walk into the kitchen. She tells them to go get ready for what? We don't know. All right, and then Gus walks in, starts hitting on Sue Ellen again. It's it, it comes off pretty pathetic to me. She calls him a sleazeball and water guns his crotch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Rose walks in flabbergasted. What's going on? So Ellen tells Rose that Gus has a little crush on her. Gus denies it, of course. Quotes the card he sent to Swell, saying, 
He just wants to make beautiful music with Rose, or uh, listen to beautiful music with Rose. And then Swells tells Rose he sent those roses for her, and of course he denies it again. <sighs> she gets a little, Rose gets a little sad. Swell tells, uh, Rose has been on this radio, though. She knows. Yeah. She's the a grown-ass woman doing her thing. show must go on. It has to. So Rose goes outside, introduces the crowd to Sue Ellen. And we find out it's a fashion show. Lovely. Shocker. All right. And then in the middle of said fashion show, Brian pulls up in the clown truck. (laughs) So cute. I put that he reminds me of Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I can see that. He has that sweet face. Yeah. Professing his love on a loudspeaker. Of course. embarrassing at all. You don't see the millions (laughs) of cars out there. He's dedicated. He couldn't It's now or never, man. This and this is all happening very fast, and the crowd is crowd is looking around confused, like. And then, mom's home. Fuck yeah! And then Brian walks up, and Sue Ellen says he's the highlight of our fashion extravaganza. And then Sue Ellen's mom announces in front of everyone that she's in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Sue Ellen says, I can't do this anymore. And announces to everyone that she's just a big fat liar. She was really trying to hold it together. Man, before that. that's Man. a lot of stress, though. She I was... just remember like my first babysitting job, and I was just <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" Like I, I'm glad I only have to do this for a couple hours. She was doing very well. She was, yeah, yeah, really holding it together for a 17 year old. All right, and then she apologizes to everyone and runs off. Carolyn and Bruce. Oh, justice is served. Yay. <laughs> then see everybody get up and they start to leave. Gus asks Rose if she believes him now or if she if she just believes some kid. Rose said she just believes some kid. Yes, That's right, she does. Rose. To go to hell. Because in the end, this girl came through for her. Yeah. Everyone's in the, the mom and the family are in the kitchen. Mom wants everyone off her property and she will never trust Sue Ellen again. And then Sue Ellen somehow gets everyone calmed down, gets her mom to go back to her room. I think she actually does send her. Yeah, yeah, she sends her to her room. She sends her to her room. And then next scene is Carolyn and Rose waiting for their cars. And Carolyn is just fucking like blowing on her fingernails, (laughs) gloating. And the valet valet guys bring the... Carolyn's car background is covered in toilet paper and <laughs> shaving cream. Oh, I love it that it's the stoner friends. And, yeah. Yeah, it's the stoner friends. I did put it in parentheses that it was Kenny's friends. And then mom looking around the house, looking pleasantly surprised that it's so clean. And then Swell's apologizing to Rose. And Rose informs her that the buyers didn't care about that scene. They loved her ideas and they want the new GAW line. Rose forgives her. Uh, Kenny gets a date with Nicole. Kenny is growing up. Wants to go <laughs> to the Culinary Academy. Of course. Make all the waffles. We back, go back to Rose and Swell. Rose wants Swell to keep her job. Swell says she wants to go to college. Yeah, like, decide. let me learn how to do this shit first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she said, I got a lot to learn still. They're going to get together and have dinner on Monday. And then we see Brian patiently waiting for Swell, who apologizes. 
They talk for a little bit. Seems like they're breaking up again. And then he turns to leave, only to turn back around with a rose and ask what she's doing for New Year's Eve. And then so they cute. hug. He's they always asking her on dates. Mom walks back outside and asks, hey, where's the babysitter? Oh, fuck. <laughs> then the credits start rolling. And then it's the two gravediggers talking. He's like, oh. I'm so sad she's gone. And he's like, you didn't know her. But she left us all this money. And then <coughs> her headstone reads exactly like the note read. Nice old lady inside. Died of natural causes. I love so that. great. And that's the end. And the end song is Dragging the Line by Beat Goes Bang. I don't know that song. I mean, I you know just saw it, it in the captions. I know that's while well, I researched. I wanted to oh, see okay. what it was. Um but I think I've only ever heard that song in that movie. Sing it for us. No. <laughs> no. You sure? No? Spotify, probably. Mm. Speaking of mm-hmm. songs only heard in this movie, uh, Spinal Tap did the music that you hear when uh, Swell opens the box of cash. It's called Give Me Some Money. And Oh, that's Spinal Tap. I do know what yeah. song that is. I didn't yeah. know that. And then, like they said, like the only other movie like you hear their music in is their own. Have you seen Spinal Tap? No, I haven't either. It's like a about a spoof band, I believe. I'm gonna offend people. This is so Spinal Tap, I think, is, is the Tap. name of it. I'm yeah. gonna offend people so bad by not knowing enough about it. I, I mean, I know, I know of it. Like it was. What are you doing right now? Adjusting my tits. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's allowed. I, look, I tried to get a picture of you with your hand in your pants earlier to put on the TikTok, and then I was like, "You pulled your hand out like right when I went to Things snap it." Things were bunching. Like, Damn it! <laughs> we're sitting for a very long time. I move. Yes. I adjust. Got to be comfortable. If I had balls, it would be okay. Yeah, right? Just do it in front of everybody. I would just be adjusting my balls. It would be acceptable. Not ever would I consider that acceptable. <laughs> adjusting balls like dudes do it all the it's time disgusting they're always just like the they time. hurry exactly no they one just at hurry this up, table thinks it. that that is acceptable Who's oh it's not acceptable but i see them do it ode to al bundy yeah <laughs> i do have a little thing about him oh, um, yes, tell us that uh christina applegate was cast after her co-star ed o'neill who was friends with a producer gave her the script <laughs> I saw that too. I thought that was That's pretty, she pretty yeah. cool. That was cool. Because this was one of her, this was what, her first movie? I think so. Yeah, her first movie after Married with Children. Man, the I also read she gained like 10 pounds to play a teenager. Yeah, I saw that. I was trying to figure out she was a teenager. 10 whole pounds. Why, why did she need to like, change to play a teenager? I get on my fake period and gain 10 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> the back half of this movie I've had so much dialogue in it. I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to write all this shit down. So there's a lot of, um, it's still three pages of tiny ass handwriting notes that I have. (laughs) But it doesn't even closely cover all the dialogue. Everything that happened. I felt like it summed it up well. I tried to. They really did have so many good quotes. Also, like, it's going to, I'm going to sound like a baby right now and it's totally fine. But I got up at like 4.15 and I have not 
taken that is my nap time whenever i was watching <laughs> that doesn't sound like yeah. a baby movie in lieu of nap it's my nap time she did her homework hey we're dead we might sound yeah. messy but we're dedicated i watched yep. some of it at 5 a.m we made it happen i stayed up till 11 the other night watching another part of it dedicated. i didn't even get to finish it i just I rode on crystal's ass <laughs> all the way to the end <laughs> Oh, that must be why we were so quiet by the Oh, end. man, yeah. it only took me like 20 minutes to <laughs> no. read through that. It always does, parts. though. Like, you run through so fast. I'm summing up. That's why I'm just like, does job. anybody have any else? anything else they wanted to throw in that they um, didn't get to throw it in there? I think I got most of it. I might save if I come across anything to throw on the Facebook and Instagram stuff. Because we have a Facebook that we can um friends love. off topic podcast yeah friends off topic podcast that's right that's us stay tuned for next week when we release our scream episode and don't forget to go and vote for our next movies we have point break is on tubi pluto and sling yes all right um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is on Disney Plus and Tubi. Maximum Overdrive can be found on Pluto. And Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures is on Prime and Roku. So please go and vote for those on Facebook and remember. On Spotify. And Spotify? Yes. Yeah, they can right. vote on Spotify? She puts it on Spotify. Oh, that's funny. Just cool. in case they don't want Facebook. Cool. I Make sure that. that you follow, like, share, subscribe, all the things. And do all the things. A review. And however a many review stars. And you can hit us up on Facebook and let us know what you like to listen to or any movie suggestions that you might have. Send your love our way. Yes. Friends up topic. <laughs>